of Counterweight uh, with myself, Joel H.M. Goodwin, and Eric Brazier. Hello, Brazier. Hey, how's it going? Great stuff. Sounds like you're still alive. So uh, you're actually, uh, you actually recently played uh, Miasmata, which is something uh, I played last year and got really excited about um, in a nutshell. It's um, an island exploration game. Uh, I think we'll just leave it with that. But you've played it recently, Eric, so... Why don't you give me your initial thoughts? I wasn't really sure what to expect going into Miasmata because all I really knew about it was you are on a deserted island. You're looking for a plague cure. And I knew about, uh, spoiler alert, the beast. And I wasn't sure what kind of game it was going to be. I wasn't sure what I was getting myself into. And I ended up really liking it. Uh, I think this is probably one of the better games that I've played in the past couple of years. Excellent. Right. Well, no, no such uh, disappointment this time. Like when you forced me to play Infinite. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. But but I fully expected you to have grave disappointments with Bioshock Infinite, and and I wasn't sure what you thought I would think of Miasmata. So, what, what what did you think I would think of Miasmata? To be honest, I'm not quite sure because Miasmata is a. It can be a bit of an acquired taste. I think it's you know there it's the um, the whole hurdle of figuring out the navigation how how you actually map the island that i think can throw people for a little while and i think even i struggle a little bit at the beginning but once you get that down then it starts to i think it starts to open up to you um i think it's it's a it's a different kind of exploration game i think some people are just not gonna are not gonna um you know uh, get it uh very quickly uh so i was quite pleased to find out that you know you seem to enjoy it yeah, well, it, it, it doesn't hold your hand. And I think even further than that, it is, I don't want to say deliberately obtuse, but I, 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 it is it is obtuse in the beginning, especially if you, you don't really have any experience with cartography or anything, as, as, as I don't. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, I knew what triangulation was, but I had never done it in my life. So for, for me, it was sort of um, uh, a couple of hours of just sort of like wandering around the island. Uh, and I guess, you know, for, for people that haven't played Miasmata, um, and I guess maybe a good way to, you know, kind of structure this conversation is to talk about, um, you know, how the game starts and, and, and what sort of the, the actual actions that you're doing in the game are. Um, and then maybe we can sort of sort of end on some of the some of the, the plot points um, such as they are. Does that does that sound good to you? Yeah, it sounds good to me. We'll, uh, we'll do a usual point somewhere where we go spoilers forward from this point. <laughs> So I think one of the one of the things I appreciated about the game most going into it was, you know, you're you're really set up um almost blind in a way where the game gives you just enough information to get in a lot of trouble. Uh <laughs> you know, you you sort of it tells you, okay, well here's a a, a you know, a, a, a workshop and um, you know, the, the ostensible point of the game is, is you are a, a man on an island um, and you, you appear and, uh, you know, you sort of stumble upon this, uh, this laboratory and it tells you about, uh, you know, how to find plants and, and, and fungi and things like that to, to discover a cure for this plague that you're suffering. And, uh, you know, then you, you kind of go up a road and there's another HUD and it gives you a, a thing about how to triangulate the map and how to map and things like that. And then it's basically, okay, good luck. <laughs> um, 
but but it it you know and for the i think for the first couple of hours i was really really stumbling i mean i, I wasn't sure what i was doing at all and uh, you know i was having difficulty with it but i was still finding it intriguing and i think the the strength of the game is that you feel lost in the beginning but the atmosphere kind of powers you through because i was enjoying just wandering around so much that it didn't necessarily matter that i knew what i was doing and then a few hours into it i realized what i was doing and it all clicked and it, I, I liked it even more but you know i think the atmosphere of the game is, is one of the stronger points and it's what gets you through the game at the very beginning yeah i think um <clears throat> it's it's a sort of game which um it's very good for delivering stories to tao uh but it, they, they can sound so mundane i mean it, you know they're actually mundane stories but there's so much invested in them that they become quite exciting you know like everybody's got this story about when they start about how they got completely lost i mean that happens to everybody you're so used to every other game holding your hand and, and the compass telling you where to go maybe even you know you press the right button you get a little line like line of light pointing you in the right direction to your next objective and there's absolutely none of that and i remember when i started out it's like oh well these are nice little heads some i don't really i was thinking i don't really want to push myself too much uh, i don't want to get lost i think i'll just wander over here a little bit have a little look look, look around and i wandered a little bit more and a little bit more and i was like oh actually i think i'm getting a little bit far now i think i should be heading oh it's getting dark it's it's i better better be i better be heading back oh which is a which is a way is i just went oh god it's dark <laughs> yeah i i it's it's completely bizarre i mean i had that experience early on where i don't understand how i got this lost and i was actually getting angry i was like how am i this lost i don't <laughs> understand this like i'm following the compass i see that there's a thing here I, wh- where am I? Like, what what am I doing? And then I realized that, you know, I was sort of, I guess, expecting the game to not lead me, but, but you know, I was, I guess I was expecting it to be more uh, transparent and, and it's really not. I mean, what, once you figure it out and once you understand, you know, okay, the compass is actually a compass and um, the map is, is, is useful, but you really have to understand you know, spatial relations and which way you're going and, um, you know, sort of what mountains will do to you and, and, and what valleys will do to you and swamps and things like this. Uh, I, you know, it was really astonishing to me that, that you could get that lost w- without even really understanding how it was happening. <laughs> um, which I think is a, I think is a, a really interesting thing because I think everyone or, or a lot of people have had that experience, you know, in, in, in real life where, you're camping or something and, and if you go 50 yards in one direction you, you will have no idea how to get back i think um so what i quite like about the game is it puts together some elements which i didn't think would actually work um so the terrain you're in it it's it doesn't really change rapidly in a sense that you, you put yourself in one bit of a forest and you put yourself in another bit of the forest and it looks like the same forest you know it's um you get a feeling that it is actually a different place but you know you're not quite sure where you are most of the time and that's that's i think that's how it gets away with its you know the feeling of being lost that a lot of the terrain looks very similar but it's different enough it's i mean i guess it's partly procedural generation um that's done this but it's different enough to make you feel like you're not simply walking through a cut and paste level design um and it's it's clever how that that works. I mean, normally you'd say the player's going to get bored if you just give them the same looking terrain all the time. Um, but somehow it, it hasn't, 
it hasn't failed on that front. You know, you still find yourself uh, interested in exploring this place, even though for quite some time it can look fairly sameish. There's enough variety in it that that it doesn't help you get any bearings. Yet at the same time, doesn't bore you that it looks all the same. Yeah, I found that really interesting, and I, I, one of the ways I think the game does that is uh, it 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 sort of I think it's the the outline of the island itself which which kind of allows that and also the fact that you know you may be walking through areas that that look similar but uh the game is putting enough huts and tents and uh things like that for for you to feel like uh you you may stumble across something amazing like right around the next bend which I I I think kind of helps that as well um, I mean, I, 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 like the first time that I, I came across an outpost on my own without any sort of like prompting from the game, I was yeah. like, what is going on? This is amazing. You know, you, you sort of feel like, oh, this is safe. You know, I, I, I feel like I could set up shop here for a while. Um, and you just, you never really know what you're going to be able to, to, to uncover. And I think that that's what kind of makes the, the exploration, you know, work as well as it does. It's, it's very delicate with, uh, music. Uh, it doesn't. You know, it just drops in that uh, when you get close to uh, a tent or something like that, it, it drops in this little piece of. It's it, it's almost ambient, but it's 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 more than that. And it it this little piece of music just to make you feel like, okay, well done, you're safe now. It's okay. Yeah, in a way, in a way, it's sort of like a. I guess I don't know if overture is the right word, but it it kind of functions in the same way where it's kind of like, okay, you know where you are now. Like I'm 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 I'm. Uh, I'm grounding you in a way and, and here is where you are. And I, I like that, you know, especially if, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you had this experience, but, uh, you know, a couple of times, um, I was exploring and exploring and I was, you know, after a while you start to pick up on, um, cues and, and sort of like habits to play the game, like checking your watch all the time and, yeah. uh, you know, checking your compass to make sure you actually are going in the direction you think you're going and things like that. And, you know, I sort of was pushing myself to get somewhere before it got dark. And it turns out that I, I wasn't able to get there. Um, and then you sort of go, okay, shit, what am I going to do? Like, you know, because you, you, the, the game time runs just long enough that it's not really feasible to just kind of stand there. Right. Because that yeah. could take, I mean, I'm not sure exactly what the actual ratio is, but it would be a while. And of course the, the, the beast could find you as well in the middle of the night. And then if that happens then everything you've done is gone since the last time you saved. So one or two times I was sort of wandering around and I got, I ran out of time before I got to the place I was trying to get. And so you sort of just kind of go, okay, I'm going to blindly like wander around and hope that I find something. And then one time I did that and I, I, I heard the music and I said, Oh, Oh, there's something near, where is it? And I found it. And I felt like I was, uh, you know, I felt like I had done something really great. So I think that that's how the music really helps as well. Um, it's interesting that when you've played it for quite some time and you have quite a, a large map developed, that you feel like it's almost um, impossible not to find a hut. But somehow it is actually sparse enough when you play that you can go for a long time thinking, I'm sure there must be a hut here somewhere. When you've made a map later on, you're thinking, how could I possibly have wandered around for such a long time finding nothing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and even little things like, you know, you'll you'll... 
a lot what one of the ways that the game helps you is um you know there's these uh, outposts scattered around the the island i think there's what four or five of them yeah and uh you know so they're kind of like the major you know towns of the island if you want to say that i mean they're really not towns they're like two or three buildings at most but you know they all sort of set up and they have uh, uh they have laboratories and they have uh you know beds and and, and water and all kinds of things so you you go there and a lot of the times what you'll find is you'll find a, a map of that outpost and you'll be able to say okay well there's another outpost over here and you'll find a couple of those and you'll have a, a bit of a, a bit of the map uncovered because you found a map of another you know a, a map of another area in the island uh and then you set out to find it but you still can't find it because the direction you're going it doesn't work because there's a mountain there and you get turned around and then you know you find out that actually it's over a rise and you realize the rise was there and you know it just gets to be very complicated Mm so you know even the fact that you have these maps uh doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be able to find what you're looking for unless you understand uh the compass and how to move around the island yeah there are a number of tricks as well to how you can how you I, I dare I say it, but almost like game the system. I mean, it's not really gaming it, but it's just the way that the mechanics of the cartography actually work. And when you know, um, um, there are there are certain things you can do to make it easier on yourself, which only become apparent over time. Um, but you mentioned about uh, going around a mountain. The number of times that my goal seemed to be, how do I climb this mountain? <laughs> how do I get up this slope? Because that would be a great vantage point for me to map all of this area uh I, I was spent so many so many times trying to climb up hills and you know that how, how difficult it is if it gets a bit too steep um you end up sliding down and worse still you end up um uh you know tumbling over i think um mountains are actually just the, 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 the hilly areas are, are extremely important to the game yeah more than say uh, I think a lot of other games where you always talk about hills and stuff being as vantage points, but they really are here. They are very important to get on a higher ground is vital to understanding and mapping an area. Yeah. I found myself in a lot of areas, you know, looking around wildly for, for known landmarks and the mapping system works on landmarks. And so if you, if you see two landmarks that you already know where they are, uh, you can triangulate your position, uh, based on, 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 on that. And, you know, what I would do is I would find myself in an area sort of wildly spinning around looking for, for landmarks. So I could kind of identify where I was and, uh, you know, spotting a, a, a ridge or a, a hill or a mountain or something like that and just clambering up it, hoping against hope that I'd be able to see one of those stone heads from <laughs> far away. And, you know, sometimes it worked out and sometimes it didn't. But uh, I appreciated the fact that, you know, the game sort of, I think, realized that um, there, there had to be a way for you to identify some things. Because I, I guess it's possible to map the entire island. I, I, I didn't do it myself, but... Mm. Uh, I, I am assuming that it is possible. Uh, I did. I, I did most of it, and you have to bear in mind that when you get those map fragments, that fills in the big chunks for you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, um, I I just the, to, can I just jump yeah, in there? Ahead. One of the, I think it's it's probably a good time to start seeding in some of the flaws in the game because it does have quite a few. Yeah, um, but one of them here is in terms of the the mapping. So you you look at you know distant landmarks, and that's how you tell tell where you are that's why you kind of triangulate your position but the problem i found was all the landmarks look very similar and it's very difficult to see which ones you might recognize or not so they're all just lots of stone heads uh, it goes beyond that of course you can uh, triangulate off uh, other you know uh, like huts and things like that too but it 
but they all look very similar to you. And the only way you can tell whether you've seen it before or not is by, you know, using the HUD just by, you know, hovering over it. And it'll tell you whether you've kind of added this before or not. It's just a little bit too, um, it would be nice if you could have a feeling that, yes, I recognize that point or not. And, and a little bit, a little bit more of a problem was I found so many times I would be look chasing some tiny dot in the distance, which my HUD would tell me there's a, a landmark there. You know, it would suddenly change and say, yeah, 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 there's a, there's a stone head there or something like that, but you can't see it. But the, the cursor changes on the screen. So you know it's there, and then you then you're then trying to start you start clicking around trying to grab it, and it it sort of that's the bit where it sort of div, div, dissolves a bit into being a game rather than like this um, you know exploration of the wilderness. And I just wish that there was a sort of like a fall off, um, you know, there'd be a certain limit to how far you could you could do that um, you know triangulation. That okay, if it's if it's basically a point, you you can't really triangulate it because you wouldn't even know it's a, a thing. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I, you know, it sort of turns it into a, a, a pixel hunt. And, and if there's one thing that I know um, longtime PC gamers love, it's pixel hunts. So <laughs> I'm not really sure, uh, you know, what, what they were thinking uh, putting that in. I mean, I, I, I guess it was just a, a, a thing where it, it's technically there. So yeah. the game is telling you that it is, even though you can't really see it, which I guess is something that would be uh, difficult to perhaps uh, program out of the game. I don't know. But uh and I, I guess the other thing that I, I don't like about the the mapping and the exploration is, you know, the fact that uh, this this idea of known landmarks is is kind of obtuse, and I I didn't really understand it until probably halfway or sixty percent through the game, mm. where I got the I got the mapping, I got the triangulation part fairly quickly, but I didn't realize that if you clicked on two known landmarks and then clicked on an unknown one, it would sort of like mark it as something, and then you would be able to go somewhere else and, and click on that one again that you didn't know, and suddenly it would become known, and that was very... I felt like that was very gamey. I, I don't know if that's something that actually cartographers do in real life, but it seemed gamey to me. Oh, I mean, I think the idea is is the fact that um you know you to uh to identify the location of a landmark you need to have like basically two lines across on the map and that tells you okay that's where it is but the only way to get a line um is to get two you know you know draw from two known landmarks and that allows you to give a uh, draw a line in a certain direction from where you're standing using the compass and so you need two landmarks to to kind of give you a direction to actually that doesn't make any sense whatsoever you know i'm going to stop now because i think i'm actually confusing myself <laughs> it made sense when i was playing the game for a little while and this is why we're not cartographers no i do and do believe that the um uh they wanted to make the cartography a little harder uh if i remember correctly i don't know in what way but uh, i think they um uh, reduced its complexity a little. I'm not sure how they were going to do it. Maybe you're going to have you actually drawing lines on the map as opposed to it to being plotted automatically. But um, I can I can I can imagine how hard it would, it could have been. Yeah, and I, I appreciate the fact that the game, uh, you know, the number one doesn't assume that you're you're stupid uh, and 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 expects a lot out of you. You know, and I think the mapping is a good example of that. Um, the other thing, you know, and this will be a good segue into some of the other aspects of the game, I think. But the the other gamey thing that I, I, I used somewhat but, but stopped using after a while once I got more comfortable with the mapping system and just kind of the layout of the island and being, you know, kind of getting confident in my own ability to, to, to figure out where I was based on the actual, uh, you know, landmark system um, was... 
you you make uh, potions and medicines and things like that through various plants and 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 fungi that you find throughout the island and you can make this this thing that's called a mental clarity uh potion or something right. like that and right. and basically it just kind of like uh tells you where you are on the map at all times for for a few hours and i just found that to be ridiculous i you know i <laughs> i under, i understand why it's in the game because it is useful especially early on but uh, you know, it, it it's it's just too it's too gamey for me to to, to believe, and I think it, the the game probably would have been better off just leaving that one out. Yeah, there's um there's something about the whole um uh, uh, what's the word uh, uh, chemistry <laughs> I say chemistry aspect of the game, which kind of it's like it feels unfulfilled in a way that there are so many ingredients in the island and they make basically just a handful of different things. Um, you feel like there should be more you could make out of it or, um, uh, and, and some of the things that you make, uh, like this, 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 some of the stimulants and things like that, they just, they do seem very gamey and, and think that that's to its detriment. And I, I didn't really want, I didn't particularly like, for example, um, that you could uh, gain the ability to, uh, have the HUD tell you where the beast was. Yeah. And I just like, uh, I didn't, I saw this on some videos before what I was playing it and I thought, oh, they've removed that. I think they decided that was too much of a game thing. So they've removed it. And then I, and I discovered, oh no, actually I got it because, you know, you've you got the right potion or whatever. And I thought, oh, I, I don't really want, didn't really want that in the game. I would have liked, I guess, something more akin to, you know, maybe more kind of cures for various ailments you could have as opposed to um, uh, something to, to boost your vision or something like that, which, you know, that's le- much less real life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I want to, you know, I, th- I do, I would do disagree with you a little bit. I think the, the mental, I think it's called the mental enhancement, something like that. Right. brain enhancement. There's, there's like three drugs you can make. There's sort of a muscle, enhancement drug a, a brain enhancement drug and i think a vision enhancing drug if i'm if i'm not mistaken I and uh yeah and and uh, you know the the brain enhancing one is interesting because like you said it allows you to sort of identify where the beast is um and whether or not he's he or she is seeing you um and i actually think that that one works uh but i will leave that for uh when we actually get into talking about the beast <laughs> uh but I do, I do agree with you that I think that the alchemy portion or the, 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 you know, is sort of, uh, it's very lacking and it feels very perfunctory and it, it, it's sort of just a way for the, the game to make you want to walk around. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, yeah. I, and, 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 you know, I, I don't, I don't fault the game for the sort of underdeveloped, uh, aspect of that just because I, I'm certainly, I'm certain that it could have been made very, uh, it could have been made much more interesting, but, but as it stands, it's fine. And, you know, I don't have a, a big problem with, you know, okay, you put these two things into a tray and uh, magically you make uh, aspirin. I mean, uh, uh, all right, that's whatever. It's fine. Uh, it is a bit gamey, but it's, it's, you do still have to put forth real effort to get these things. What, what what I found, you know, more exasperating was the fact that you can only hold three at a time. <laughs> yeah, it, was, and, it was kind of weird. And you couldn't even hold the same thing more than once. Right. It's like, okay, well, if I want to stock up, I can't stock up. I mean, what, you know, can I just I, like, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. You couldn't make more than one medicine. It's just like, 
you're going to be kidding me, right? <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I went right now. I'd love to make like about, you know, 10 of these goddamn things. And it allows you hey, space for one. What? <laughs> yeah. Like no, nobody had a bag on the island. Like nobody at all. Like nobody thought to bring one or, or make one. I mean, this isn't that difficult. <laughs> you know, like there was sort of things like that were just sort of artificially making the game more difficult, which I found kind of, you know, uh, annoying. And, uh, you know, I don't know how they could have fixed that. I don't know if it could have been a bag system or, you know, you can only carry a certain amount of weight because you, you're sick and you have a plague. You know, who knows? But I, I feel like there, there, there would have been a better way to sort of like artificially limit uh, how much and, and what you can carry. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so I think um, it's sort of like there's, there's two real components to this game the things that the thing that makes it work um i don't think obviously the plague part is not really that's not true i'm i'm i'm, I'm disagreeing myself we even said a down word now <laughs> uh, so there's the exploration part and the plague is there to encourage you to explore because you need to go out there and find the cure um and I was going to say, well, the plague is no nothing more than a motivation. That's not entirely true because you are sick. And that sickness means that the exploration becomes uh, difficult. You can't just yes. you know, wander on forever. But the, the other part of the game is, of course, not just the exploration, but there is the appearance of the beast every now and then, which um, often just completely... Stops you in your tracks. <laughs> You've got this plan. I'm going over here. I've collected these things, and all of a sudden, the beast makes an appearance. Appearance, and you're thinking, "Oh God, I, I might lose an hour hour of work here if I don't get to a hut quickly, or something like that." And you can be chart uh, you're charting out some new territory, or something like that, which you've never been to before, and you're having difficulty with your map. And like the last thing you want to do is run like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much all i ever did when i encountered the beast it was like oh beast run that's interesting because after the first couple times i encountered the beast i started hiding i, I, I did the, never I, worked for me <laughs> i did the exact opposite and i i was able to figure out and i guess to, in a way i was able to figure out how to game the system which again i think is sort of you know um the beast is interesting because the first couple times I encountered the beast, I was scared out of my mind and I did not know what to do. I, you know, I sort of like, I, I tried, uh, uh, f- scaring it away with fire and it didn't really work. And I tried running and I sort of got away from it the first time. And the second time I think it killed me. Uh, I remember I was playing, I think maybe two or three hours into it. And I was walking up a path and I was trying to find some outpost and, you know, I hadn't saved in a while and I'm, uh, you know, suddenly I hear ba-bump, 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 you know, and I'm like, <laughs> Oh God. Cause you know, that the heartbeat is one of the ways that the game tells you that the beast is near. Yeah. And I, I walk over this little rise and suddenly the beast is right in front of me. And I literally rolled backwards away from my desk <laughs> because I was so, and I will tell you that the game has faults, but any game that will make me do that uh, is a game that is immersive, you know, to, to use the, the term du jour. Yeah. Uh, and then the beast sort of, sort of just becomes annoying after a while. And, you know, it, it, she, she or he appear, you know, appears at the most inopportune times. Uh, usually, uh, and especially once you get the brain enhancement drug, evading the beast becomes very, very easy. And, you know, what I started doing with the beast was, okay, I hear heartbeats. 
crouch. It's white. Okay, the beast doesn't see me. I need to find a place to hide. Find some brush. Find a bush. Find a tree. Find anything. Okay, do that. All right. Where is the beast? Okay, I see it. All right, walk away from it, but make sure that you're still covered. And then if you walk far enough away from the beast, it just goes away. Yeah. And that's and that was how that then it just started becoming kind of annoying. And so and so, you know, for the first for the first maybe 60 or 70 percent of the game, I was sort of enjoying the beast. And then the last, you know, 40 or 50 percent, I was just kind of like, yeah, this is annoying. All right. No, I never never quite conquered the beast in that way. So as a result, I spent most of the game scared out of my wits. (laughs) (laughs) So um, the thing is, um, um, it does from what I understand, it, it does actually smell as well so sometimes if you're hidden if it's picked up your scent it will just follow it um that of course depends uh you know how you've crossed its path um because i did see a video once where it was following somebody hiding around a tree (laughs) Mm. they were walking around the tree and it was following them around perfectly and they thought oh this is esp it's just a game you know that helps so much for a clever ai but i do believe uh, it, it does actually follow a scent if it can pick one up. Um, it, I always had so much fun with the beast. I remember the one of the worst ones was much later in the game where I was working down, I think it's a southeast corner of the island, which is quite difficult to map because it's all like trees and stuff and you can't really see very far. Yeah. And I was f- just gently working my way around and I was aware it was getting dark and I knew that like, there was huts further up ahead if I could just get through and I was I was starting to speed up and then the beast appeared. I was like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. All right, let's just like, um, and it was like in my way. <laughs> it was It was like where I wanted to go and I was like, okay, I'll back away, I'll back away. And then it just, it went black and you've got to be kidding it's night time oh, god <laughs> what am i gonna do and, you know fortunately there were some like things on the ground i could let up light up you know some 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 branches and i was like okay fine uh well i'll just wave this fire around a bit and that didn't do anything and it just kept on circling and roaring at me it's like oh god oh god what am i gonna do i can't see anything if i drop this thing i cannot see a goddamn thing and eventually i just decided to just go running 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 uh, i didn't know, didn't know which direction i was going but i just ran and ran and ran in the dark and hoped i didn't hit a tree or fell into a ravine or something like that because once you start running the beast starts running and you can bloody hear it as well you know it's it's it, it doesn't even have to roar you can just hear this is or its feet behind you yeah and um, that that time, I just I got I got I ran off a cliff at the edge of the island and then just dived off. And of course, you can survive a fall like that. And I I felt it was still coming at me, so I, I I came I could feel it was coming down to the water's edge. So I started going into the water. Oh, there's a there's a there's a there's an island. There's a small little island in the middle of the water. It won't be able to reach me. So in the dark of night, I was stuck on this rock in 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 the middle of the sea petrified that the, the the beast was on the shore and of course it went away it went away but it left me on this rock in the middle of the night with a huge fever because of course i'd become injured and so forth so that didn't end well <laughs> <laughs> but that brings up another point um i guess we um slowly i think we can slowly get into like more like mechanical spoilers so i guess we should just say look if you don't know too much about how the game works um Stop listening to this podcast. But then again, if you like our voices so much, 
just 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 coast just go with it yes go with it um the whole injury thing did kind of bother me when i started to realize how it worked that it's all connected to fever your fever is your health um and i didn't like the fact that you'd tumble down you know you know a, a hundred meters of cliff and it would give you a high fever <laughs> just, right i felt right. like it's i wanted to look a bit more like i was actually my foot was damaged or something like that i i i'm not sure how that would have worked but it just felt like i didn't like i think being connected to the illness yeah i think there's a degree to which you know the the game was made by two people so you know it's it's amazing that the game is as complicated as it is number oh, yeah. one uh but you know i think the minimalism of the game sort of works in its favor a lot of the time and i think there's a degree to which making the game more realistic in that way perhaps would have detracted from the experience yeah uh and i understand what you mean i mean i i I kind of think that uh you know i I never did this myself but i'm assuming that uh you could kind of take a running jump off a cliff and, and go tumbling for for you know hundreds and hundreds of of uh of yards and uh you know because i'm american and <laughs> and you you would you would not die you would yeah. you'd probably get a high fever and you would be you know screwed if you didn't have any medicine or, or there wasn't a hut nearby that you could sleep in but you wouldn't break your neck you wouldn't break your legs you know nothing would really happen to you uh and that feels a little ridiculous i mean i remember one time i went to the very top of a uh of a uh a, 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 a hill like a very 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 high one and uh, there was a there was a head up there, which is why I was trying to get up there, and I wanted to see what else I could you know map at that at that point. Um, and then I sort of it was very difficult to get up. And um, the game does uh, physics in a really interesting way, where sort of like you know you you speed up as you go down hills, and if you back up on the key, uh, you know you sort of can slow down and you know things like that. And I guess I had just not really been paying attention and I was sort of impatient to get back because it was getting dark. And, you know, that was my downfall. Being impatient in this game is is, is usually uh, ends in disaster, I yeah, found. Yeah, yeah. And you, you know, I ended up falling and I fell, you know, pretty much straight down, uh, I think, into a swamp. And uh, I got a fever. But, you know, for me, it was kind of like uh, I probably would be dead. You know, I, I probably would have broken my neck. I mean, that was a pretty serious fall. So, yeah, I can kind of see maybe there would have been a, you know, I don't know if the game really was interested in, in, in death like that, you know, I mean, but on the other hand, I can see an argument for saying, okay, well, we can't put in injuries, but if you fall this much, then you will die and you have to load from a save game. Yeah. As I've been saying with all the, the flaws in the game, they they're there but they don't destroy what's so good about the game it's it's still you can easy you can push past those flaws they they don't they don't they're not absolutely they don't cancel out what's good about it they're just something that bother you and you just move on whatever you know if if they were never going to release this because they couldn't solve that problem that would have been a crime oh yeah absolutely i mean the, the 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 game is is amazingly good as it stands and i certainly there are many areas where it could improve but but on the whole i'm glad it was released i i am curious I mean, maybe we should talk about the beast a little more because sure. um i do want to say that there is a and this is a kind of a, an end game spoiler oh, so yeah 
there is there's sort of like this this plot going on in the game and you find these notes and you find uh you know newspaper clippings and things like that and 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 nothing is ever really explained which in context with the game is fine i don't think that the game is really about the plot so much yeah uh but you know you find these sort of notes about these things where um this one guy called herbert i believe uh was possibly going insane and there are sort of like these half drawings that kind of look like the beast lying around at certain yeah. points on the island. And you also find these sort of cryptic notes about uh, there are some plants on the island which are useless and you can't make anything with them. Mm. Uh, but those are the plants that it says you can make anti-hallucinatory drugs out of, Yeah, which I found interesting. And so, you know, what this makes me conclude, and I sort of, you know, read about this after the game as well. Um, a lot of people agreed with me, apparently, is that um, the beast is actually not real, but the beast is actually just sort of a fever-induced hallucination. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, one of the one of the things that I, I you know, thought about with that is uh, the mental clarity drug, for me... I don't have a problem with it because if the beast is actually hallucination, then that's just sort of the game kind of, you know. Or you feel it as like, it's almost like a plot point. Yeah. Like if, if the, if the beast is a hallucination, then sort of like this mental clarity drug is sort of not really doing anything, but it, you, you think it's doing something. Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. So it's making the hallucination easier for you <laughs> to avoid in a way. It's a placebo. Um, yeah. I have to say though. Um, yeah. I was slowly, um, I don't know. I think about a third of the way in, it wasn't too late. I started to get the feeling that the the beast might not be real. When I saw the pictures, there's someone. The guy had started drawing them, um, and it was like I thought. Mm, I wonder if that's going to be like the beast isn't real. It's just part of the plague. And then slowly, you realize everybody on the island is dead because they've been killed by a knife or whatever no one's actually encountered the beast no one talks about the beast except one guy and it's like this is not real is it and i was really upset (laughs) i'll be honest (laughs) i was upset because it meant the idea that you were roaming the island and trying to avoid this this one beast was total rubbish it it probably meant it was spawning um, and it was a thing which would appear when it was convenient for the game, as opposed to something that was really um, ex- going around the island. They might have a lair somewhere. Yeah, and it, it just it just it turned it into more of a game, and I really didn't want. I really wanted that beast to be real, um, and I was just um, kind of unhappy. And the, the, the revelation towards the end that you know you were the guy you read about who was like um, the the one who'd gone insane. Right. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't really surprised by that point, but it's just like I. That's really not. It's not really why I played this game. I mean, it's. It was just. Um, it's. It's like no. Don't. If you're going to make a narrative, just drop with the, the fantastical elements. I don't. I'm fed up of. Um, you know, uh, I am a bit fed up of personal amnesia. I'm fed up of. Um, oh, you know, I'm just imagining it. You know, if if it's not a game like this which is imagining monsters then it's other games which are imagining your deceased friends and they talk to you as if they're still alive or something like that um so i must admit that was my kind of one of my bigger disappointments that sort of that the beast you were trying to avoid was actually imaginary and after of course you've um taken away the plague you never see it again 
Yeah, that that was that was really interesting. I mean, I sort of spent some time, you know, after I cleared the plague, uh, mapping the island, and I, I found it to be kind of um, uninteresting. You know, it was it was uh, almost too easy uh, to do that because suddenly you were of full health and you could swim as far as you wanted to, and you could run and you could fall, and it didn't matter. And it was just kind yeah. of like, well, this is boring. All right, let me just go get on the boat now. I'm goddamn uh, Chuck Norris now. Yeah, exactly. Um, what what I found, you know, I wasn't disappointed that the beast wasn't real. I mean, I thought it was an interesting twist on it, but uh, you know, I do take your point that it is a bit uh, a bit neat um, and a bit a bit sort of plotty, um, to say the, the the least of it. But uh, the the thing that really irked me about it was, you know, you obviously I am putting two and two together and saying. Okay, I'm finding all these notes around the island, and um, I didn't put the fact that that you were supposed to be Herbert, you know, until very, you know, late in the game. I didn't, I didn't put those two together um, until the game pretty much, you know, pretty much tells you, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, in a way. Uh, but you know, I sort of was was sort of you know, spe- you know, speculating that the beast wasn't real, and and sort of. Uh, you know, when you sort of see these notes about anti-hallucination drugs and things like that, but you can't make them. Yeah. And, you know, I understand why they don't let you make them because it would have made the beast go away and then it would have made the game that much easier. But on the other hand, I kind of feel like, well, if I'm putting two and two together, then the the game is so good at not assuming that the player is an idiot that when it it does do things like that which kind of like artificially constrain what you can do just because the game doesn't want you to do them yeah uh i f- i found that disappointing i i will add that uh from what i understand is that there are lots of elements of the game which were left in that they um uh, they decided to take out they, they decided to you know to the that they weren't going to do anything with that anymore uh, one of them is the anti hallucinogenic drugs um I think they were supposed to deal with some like uh, weird visual effects and things like that, that you were experiencing as a result of the plague. And so you would go and collect these plants and create this anti uh, hallucinogen drug drug, and it would get rid of these effects. Uh, But for one reason or another, they decided to uh, uh, dispense with that. I like you assumed that that was supposed to be a way of getting rid of the beast um, except you can't actually mix it. And the, the problem is there were things in the game, um, quite a lot of things that were removed from the game, uh, which they um, uh, decided to leave out. The hallucinogen, of course, the anti-hallucinogen has been left in by accident. And I also noticed there were some references to, in one of the, I think the mental clarity drug, uh, saying that it would help you find, help you locate enemies. And I wondered if there was supposed to be more than one <laughs> opponent in the game originally i got this feeling like oh maybe i'm gonna be people or something like that but no there's there is only the beast there are people version. but they're all dead um i, I do wonder yeah, what no, you think of the ostensible plot of the game though because there is this sort of like i mean i, I suppose that you could make it uh, very complicated if you wanted to and the game doesn't really ever completely come right out and say what what exactly is going on but uh it it is fairly clear from from context that uh you know you were part of an expedition of a group of scientists that all had the plague or most of you had the plague and uh uh, there was some sort of coup in the city you came from and you know uh you're right right and you're you're sort of finding the, the cure and um they made it but you went crazy and killed everyone and then suddenly got amnesia and then the game starts at that point right is that is that a fair summation of it? <laughs> yes, I think it's a fair. And summation, I, I guess yeah. that's the least interesting part of the game. Um, 
It does. Yeah. I, I, I was kind of felt that they, in a way, I was like, I shouldn't have bothered. Yeah. <laughs> I really didn't find it interesting. that Some of the environmental narrative aspects are really quite, um, uh, they're a bit crude. Uh, like this, some of the sketching on the blackboards and stuff like that. I just didn't feel, um, I just didn't really, uh, yeah. it just wasn't interesting. Uh, even at the back plot of the, uh, you know, descent into, uh, you know, an anti-scientific, um, society or whatever, just didn't kind of, it wasn't interesting. And I was very lost as to the different characters that, that a lot of different, quite a few different characters mentioned in the notes. And I never had a sense of who was who and, and which people were killed and around where they around the island. Um, I wish I'd had a stronger sense of all the people, I guess, if that was possible. But it all kind of just, you know, brushed off me. I, I picked up as many notes as I could, um, but I was only really looking for things that told me something about where to go on the island. I was never really interested in reading something about, you know, what had yeah, happened. Yeah, I think for them. me it was, you know, disappointing because I feel like the game probably would have been better. The game is so good at creating this atmosphere of, of loneliness and this atmosphere that, that, that you don't know what's going on and you don't know where you are and you're all alone in this, that I feel like the game probably would have been even stronger if it had left, you know, who you were, why you were there, uh, completely unexplained and, you know, okay, get, have the dead bodies, don't have the dead bodies, whatever. But, you know, the game would have been so much stronger. I feel like if you had no idea who built the outposts, if you, uh, you know, because there there are these ruins scattered around the island too, which are you know, frankly, these amazing ruins. And um, you know, there there's like at the very beginning of the game, there's some sort of wall, and you're not really sure what that is. Uh, and then <laughs> once you get much further into the game, and you sort of you know get comfortable with it, and you start delving into the the, the depths of the island, you know, as further as far away from from outposts as you can get, there are these like you know I- I- I crazy ruins with all kinds of steps and buildings and things. Um, and you know, the implication of course, is that this was some sort of, and there are all these stone heads around as well. So there's this implication that there was some sort of, you know, you know, ancient society living here at some point. And, uh, I I just feel like the game probably would have been stronger if it had just left all of that unexplained totally and just let you roam free on this island looking for a cure. I must admit, I don't think there is very much in the game about the people who were on this island previously. I don't think think there's any. Yeah, I think it would have been nice to have, maybe they could have gone there not for the plague, but for archaeology, you know. There was some elements of that they were interested in the ruins, but um, there wasn't much told about them. And I think one of the most interesting um, finds in the game, and I'm sure you must have seen it, but there is this statue of uh, like a dog or something. I don't know if I remember that, actually. there's. um, I was wandering around the island, and... and then I saw this figure in the distance that looked like the beast. I thought, what the hell is that? And it was this island, um, uh, just, it was like another little uh, kind of small rock off, off the shore. And I, and I probably couldn't, I couldn't reach it, um, at the early stages of the game. I would need to swim, be able to swim, um, a lot longer distance to get to it. And I thought I'd really like to go there because it kind of looked a bit creepy because I could just see the, this silhouette of this, this shape. And I couldn't help thinking that maybe um, maybe this is where the image of the beast has come from. And maybe when I go there, that's how you vanquish 
the image when you realize where it's come from or something like that actually i eventually swam there and it's just this it looks more like a, a dog than the beast and so there's no connection to anything at all when you get there but it is one of the most striking things i found on the island apart from you all the ruins if you think about them nothing in my head stands out too much uh for all the ruins but uh apart from that that image of of a dog which is like really striking huh that's interesting i i i kind of had completely missed that so i'm not sure um how i did miss that but that that's interesting and it's towards the eastern part of the island that you know, there's there's a sort of um divide um between like the northeast and the north south there's like this big uh, amount of water yeah. there or something like that and there's loads of ruins in the northeastern part of the island um well it's more like um along the the southern edge of of that bit into the so like the southeastern part <laughs> of the northeastern quarter of the map <laughs> it's along 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 the edge of the coast there and um i saw it um i think i saw it from the other side for the first time huh but yeah so you can miss all sorts of things i, I wonder what i've missed yeah because i i found the ruins to be to be quite striking i remember there was there was one ruin in the game which uh, uh was basically this this huge staircase that led up to some sort of platform and, and i was sort of speculating and I wasn't really sure what this ruin was, or it doesn't really tell you what it is, and it doesn't tell you what any of the ruins are. But you know, I sort of that I found that the most interesting aspect of the game, just not really knowing, um, you know, what these ruins were, or what they were for, even. And I kind of wish that you know, again, the outposts and sort of, you know, kept that as well, where these outposts are there and they're sort of mysterious, and you don't really know what they are, and uh, you can just sort of use them or not if you want to. I think that would have maybe made the big game a little better, but. Um, I don't know. I, I, do you have anything else that uh, that we should talk about? I think we I think we covered the game fairly fairly well. Um, let's have a think. Um, I guess that's probably something that will come to me probably in about twenty minutes time and go. Oh God, why didn't we talk about that? But um, yeah, I mean, there, it's oh, I'd say we, it's a little bit buggy in places. I'm sure you've come up with some bugs here and there, like um, if you're holding the t- holding some. Flay, you know, um, some branches on fire. They suddenly disappear as soon as you open your book and you can't see a damn thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah could, they're so like annoying. When you, um, and there's still little lo- lovely little things like I didn't realize you could light the beacons until um, deep into the game, and I really love doing that, lighting up the beacons at night. Yeah, that was fun. And I, the other, you know, it's, it's funny. The, the the one thing that I I didn't like that I thought was a bit gamey was the the owl statues, which I don't think we talked about at all. Oh, that's um, true. And you find this note about sort of like, oh, the owl statues are, are gazing and you'll find a cache of method medicines or something. And I never really figured out what, what they were, or who built them or what they were for. And I'm, I'm assuming that, uh, you know, you would just sort of, I mean, I followed a couple of them and I eventually found some plants. So I just assumed they were just pointing out plants, but I didn't really find it all that useful. And I just felt it was sort of a gamey. So I was just kind of like, I don't know why this is in here, but, um, I don't know. I think overall, you know, Mia's Mod is a, a very strong game. And I think, you know, the problems that it has don't detract from the experience of playing it at all, really. And uh, if you can get over them, I think it's a, it's a, it's really a, 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 I would even say it's a, it's, it's really a meditative game in a way. And, you know, I would highly recommend it for anybody that, you know, has patience for, for, um, you know, sort of mapping and things like that, because it, it really is a, a really profoundly interesting game for the, for that reason. Yeah, I loved spending I loved spending time with it. It was always like um I was never kind of 
done with it whenever I was exploring Python. I was always like, okay, I think I'll, I've got to put it down now and get on with something else. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, join us again in another month for another edition of Counterweight. Until then, I've been Eric and uh, Joel. Any other any final thoughts? No, that's it. Just uh, make sure you play me as Marta if you think it's your kind of thing. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.